0: This is the Mouth from the Pillow Fight League and live audio wrestling. And you are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio's Laugh Attack. And you guys better stop picking on Dave Martin or I'm coming over
1: to beat your ass, brother. (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right, we're too extreme, we're too wild, we're too out of control, we're too full of our own shit, or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong, fuck you, we're right.
0: Get ready to try and shower the filth off. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost.
1: How the fuck am I funny? With me? Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. And Kathleen McGee.
0: And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. Can you dig it?
1: All right, we're back here for one more week. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or wherever, whatever the fuck that you're listening to us. We are glad that you are, whether it is on XM radio or iTunes. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. Now, right beside me, let me introduce the host of Anything Goes, Darren Frost.
2: Wow, thank you, David. Thank you for getting my name right. Uh, it's going I, I,
1: I always get your name you right. Know, yeah,
2: that's one part of the intro. Uh, the forty words that you get right, I will give you that. This week, it's uh, myself and David. Kathleen McGee is on a western uh, tour of her comedy. So if you are out in Edmonton or Calgary, please check her out at the local Yuck Yucks. Um, this week, it's myself and David, and we have two guests this week. We have uh, Nick Flanagan, a comedian, and a radio personality and pop culture expert, Sandra Z, is going to be in, in the first segment, and we've had her on before, and it's been a lot of laughs, so a uh, great uh, a great replacement for Kathleen, so we're excited about that.
1: Oh, wait, let me just say that we're not replacing Kath- Kathleen. For this week, we oh. are. Well, okay. Hey,
2: whenever I go on the road, all of a sudden, I'm replaced. No, you're not Generally replaced. Generally with other
1: women, and it's
2: like a, like a vagina hunt in here. It's okay. just crazy. Well, you're not
1: replaced, but... Yeah. Uh, uh, where? What did you get up to uh, this weekend? You were in uh, Mississauga? I was in the
2: rocking metropolis of Mississauga, Ontario, suburb of Toronto, uh, hosting for two comics. It was... Uh it was all right, it wasn't great, um you know, you start to realize when you start watching younger guys doing comedy how much you can't stand watching comedy
1: sometimes. well,, I don't think it's a matter that you can't stand watching comedy. I think it's more of the comics that you're watching, but yeah. you, you had issues with just a else lot of it,
2: yeah, well, it's not so much you know, I don't want to be a hater about it. he you know a lot of material that's been done before and been done better, and it's just kind of like it was it was you know he's he's a nice guy, he presents it well, but it's like. It's I don't know. It's like eating Pop Tarts all day long. Eventually, you're just going to get sick of it. It's just too sugary sweet. Well, you're going to get sick of it, but right. like most, Meth know, heads wouldn't. They crave the sugar and the heroin addicts, you know. Well, it's
1: like you know, it's it's just you know, most people in the audience aren't uh, uh, an encyclopedia of comedy like you might be and might not I mean, know. I might be. Well, you might be, yeah, you, yeah. but there are there's probably street jokes out there that you haven't heard of. Sure, right? of course, yeah, right. And so, well, you know, those might be new to you. Yeah, and and, and the majority of sh- comic shit that comics do is is new to a crowd. Yeah, so rarely do. I mean, I, I was uh, I did a gig this weekend with uh, a very uh, popular headliner. I was hosting for him, and uh, as much as I love the guy, and I don't know if that he switched into uh, clean corporate mode when we were there, but I mean, it was it was literally jokes about airplane food. Yeah. Um, airplane, you know the reclining seats, right. and the fact that we still need to have a a, a buzzer, a, a little light indicator to tell you whether you can smoke or not on a plane in this day and age. Can you can you believe that? <laughs> I mean, did he
2: put a radio voice on like that? Like no, the layout? you want to no, go faster? No, want to no, go backwards.
1: Not, not like the Polar Bear Express at Eddie Traveling <laughs> Fucking uh, Amusement Park, but it's it was just a. Uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things, I and mean, you can't get mad at people if they if they laugh at it. I mean, everybody like I and, can. Well, yes, I can. You can. There's lots
2: of things for me to get mad at. That's part um, of it, right there. Okay.
1: Uh, it was actually. Uh, well, what do you what do you want to get into? Where it was uh I I did a show in a, in a the one that I was you just did talking a church, about. right? I, a I, church it, basement. It was in the basement of a church, and even though I'm not a religious person, I did not I did try to tone down my number of uh motherfuckers and cunt ass tits and balls uh, references. Right. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, like I am say, I'm a bit of an agnostic. And so if there is a chance that you do go to some pearly gates and who's like, hey, remember that time that you did that gig? And the, did you really need to say motherfucker that many times? Yeah. And in the basement them. of my house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just thought maybe if there is a chance, but. Uh, well, I
2: was in a church too on Sunday because it was uh, my, on Saturday, actually, it was my son's first communion. Right. And I don't even know what that means, but I got to act like it's a big deal for him. Do you ever wish that you were more religious? No. No. I, I mean, even as- uh, only because he keeps asking questions. Like until now, I've gotten away with why I don't get up on Sunday, and it's because you know I'm daddy's working or whatever. Yeah. But now he actually physically asks me, "How come you don't come?" and <laughs> and this and I'm like well I'm christian you're catholic oh what does that mean I don't know but I got to make something up
1: you never say the reason I don't come is because uh, I, all my wife has blocked all the websites that used to make me come there we
2: go there we, nice I, david nice i'm trying welcome. to talk about something very important and you go right to the come joke
1: it's not that important cuz you don't go exactly uh, but the one thing the thing that i want to uh, make mention is that uh, i wish that i was a little bit more religious as a kid just because now that I'm older, it just seems like a tremendous wealth of bullshit to make jokes about. And oh just, well, uh, yeah. Because, but because right. I, I see the number of comics that can go up on stage, and as soon as they say, "Oh, I am this," and people will already laugh already, and it just seems to be like a, a lot of I don't people know see, relate I, to it. And then
2: I'm the exact opposite to to your theory then, because there's so many. Com- it's like, for, for example, politics. I don't talk that much in politics because there are comics that do it way way better than me right i don't talk about that much about religion because there's too many comics that are way more versed it's kind of like sam Kinison, right a lot of kinnison stuff doesn't hold up for me the misogyny and the homophobic stuff obviously but the religious stuff does because he had such a knowledge of it and wasn't just base humor on religion right and to me unless you're an expert on it
1: You shouldn't talk about
2: it? It's not that you shouldn't talk about it, but where are you really going to go with it unless it's pertinent to you? I'm talking a little bit about religion just because I'm raising my three kids Catholic and I'm not, and that's the angle. But, you know, I'm not going to go that too far into it because it's like, really, I don't know much about it. And the average person probably would know more than me. So why would I?
1: Uh, I See, that's... Like I, I have jokes on religion, but I, right. I do – I hesitate to tell them sometimes because I don't want some guy in the audience to stand up and go, uh, excuse me, I'm, uh, I'm formerly this and I can poke holes in all the, your right. jokes and shit like that. And not like that that would actually happen, but I, I don't want to be called – because then I look like an idiot. I mean, and beyond the stupid – You do though. You, you yeah. do look
2: like an idiot because you don't know that many levels to what you're talking about. Right. It's like watching a 19-year-old comic talk about things and life experiences that you know he never had. He just saw another comic do a bit about it, so now he's talking about it. So it's very top-level, and you're like, it's kind of embarrassing, you know? It's like, really? That's your—like, today a comic put on his on his uh, Facebook page—I don't even want to give this any, uh, you know, a- any more press or whatever. <laughs> any press. more— um, Attention fucking, to? Attention, that's the word. Right. But he said, you know, Carlos Mencia is the funniest man alive. Oh, I
1: did see that, too. You know,
2: and I'm like, dude, like— You can say he's funny. I'm not saying that, and that's that's personal opinion. But funniest person alive?
1: Well, first of all, he hasn't met every person alive, but... Second of all, it's just—I mean—it does show, but it's like that audience that laughed at all that hack shit that you experienced right. over the weekend. He probably doesn't know that you know Carlos Mencia is a proven thief. He's an admitted right. thief. He has talked about you know going into the clubs and being an asshole and bumping people and doing an hour before the headliner right. goes on. So you know, it's just—he uh, just—he's ignorant. He just doesn't know.
2: I know, but you know, I don't have a problem when a nine-to-fiver says Carlos Mencia is the funniest comic alive. But when I see another comic say it, I'm like, man, you should be embarrassed to be a comic and say that.
1: Well, yeah, but we. We've talked about this when we were talking about Guy Earl. There's no diploma for being a comedian. Right. There's no, uh, like, oh, I've done this, this, and this, so now I'm officially, my uh, my words have uh, merit to them. It's sort of like anyone can go up and say, oh, I've, uh, you know, it's like someone saying, oh, are uh, 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 you know, do you play softball on the weekend? Well, you're probably not a baseball player then. Right. You do play softball on the weekend. Oh, well, are you a singer? Well, no, you go do a couple karaoke songs every once in a while. You're not a, a professional singer. Right. But it just, it's, it's the very, uh, the word professional comedian is a very corrupt thing. All right. We want to talk about assisted suicides, but we'll we have we to do. leave that for later? Or? No, no, no.
2: I want to talk about it. I want to get off the comedy wagon. We've talked a lot the last couple weeks about mm, just stand-up in general. Fuck so, yeah. So we got Sandra coming in. We're going to talk about some uh, pop culture stuff and other things. But the two things I do want to talk about before we bring her in, if we have time, is uh, car etiquette has been changing recently. There was, uh, they're starting to crack down, obviously, on cell phones while you're driving or texting. But now eating while you're driving as well, they're cracking down on that. Right. Now, I I eat and drive all the time. Oh, I
1: do, and I love it. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> There's nothing that makes me feel more empowered than eating a burrito and being able to go at, like, 120 down the highway. <laughs> right. I
2: feel alive. Yeah,
1: well, I sure do, too. You know, like,
2: I don't I think my heart's going to stop right at the moment I hit 140.
1: Oh, man. As long as they can sort of, if they can make, anyways, I was going to say. Then you if, can hit
2: a wall and it restarts your heart. You if, they can make like, a,
1: if they can make a bong that I can operate while driving, too, then that will be the next well, step, but. Well, that's possible. <laughs> um, you get a
2: vaporizer, one of those volcano things, you plug it into your, you Actually, know? yeah, yeah, the car heater
1: thing. Yeah. I, I saw that on an old 70s uh, thing about, yeah. uh reading writing and reefer it's an old uh uh, abc expose on marijuana in the usa but uh they had one of those oh man it looked amazing but anyways uh, so they want to cut down on eating
2: they want to do they want to do that now and i don't know like how is that going to hold up in court how can you prove it you know like
1: here's my shirt there's the yeah, burrito sauce exactly so. that's about it um but uh w- this is uh brings us to a uh, a story that i uh, i heard about this morning where a uh, a woman in florida crashes her car while shaving and of course they say her bikini area which <laughs> you know that roughly translates yeah. to that roughly translates. So she's shaving her pussy while driving. Right. And uh, it doesn't say that in the paper, but I'm sure if Larry Flint wrote this, it would be. Uh, of that course. Would. And so uh, Florida Highway Patrol uh, patrol troopers uh, say that uh, a two vehicle accident, and that would even she got, so she. Why would you admit accident. that
2: you crash? Why would you say to the cop, like I was shaving my pussy and that's why <laughs> I crashed the car? Like shut up, just go. I don't know. I, I just wasn't looking where I was going. Like, was she, you know, the jaws of life came and had to, like, force her hand out of her pussy? Like, she
1: just shoved it inside herself? Like, I don't understand. Um... Why be that honest? Well, I well, I'm I'm sure she was just scrambling for any excuse. It was sort of like, I mean, I would all I've heard of people saying, oh, well, just if you get pulled over and you're driving erratically, just tell the uh, cop that you're that, shaving
2: your pussy. No, that's the go to. That's the go no,
1: to. No, it's not the go to. But I'm sure she was scrambling for something, and it probably is. now I heard that that I think that her uh, uh, there was another guy in did the car. Did they see like did they see there, like hair
2: shooting up? You know what I mean? And then the cops like, what's going on there? Is she cutting a hedge or like yeah. what the fuck?
1: Yeah, she had like a sheep between her legs, and she was going to put. <laughs> Sweater. <laughs> uh, but I think there was like another guy in the car driving and holding the wheel while she was... Now, why didn't she just uh, become the passenger at that point, properly shave her bush and move on with the rest of her day? I don't but know. I think there was another... Oh, um, what was she shaving oh, with?
2: Was it electric or one of those infinity things? Like a high-end razor? Was it a, oh, like a oh, big oh, disposable?
1: Here we go. Shut the fuck up. Okay, so... Uh, okay, um, uh, the Q73... Uh, oh, my God. No way! I don't... No, it says 37. I oh, said 73. Fuck. But man, what a... What what an image that is. Stop shaving your bush at 73. Right. Let Um, it grow out. Yeah. Uh, So the 37-year-old woman uh, who was shaving her bikini area while her ex-husband took the wheel from the passenger seat. Sure. uh, It uh, wasn't a close shave. It was a total wreck. Uh, She said that uh, she was meeting with her boyfriend in Key West and wanted to be Uh. ready for the visit. Now, what fucking ball list son of a cunt would actually... Take the wheel while his ex wife was going to meet her boyfriend so right. she could have a smooth fucking pussy that drives me ass- of all the shit that I've been told by other friends of Listen mine to not Dave, to do excited. with ex-girlfriends I have I drive ex-girlfriends and I do shit that yeah. I know that I'm not supposed to do with them and then but I would never I'd be like if you want to sounds sh- like you shit, have done it you've gotten quite excited here it sounds
2: like this might happen to you one I'm, day this is
1: not excitement this is genuine rage what guy would hold the wheel while his wife was in the driver's seat I would and she I sh- would
2: hold the wheel and then I would go for your ex-wife fucking, while we, she's
1: going to meet another yeah, guy you're not
2: letting me finish I would hold the wheel for you know let her start, and then I go right into the fucking ditch, and she gets like just rip her pussy right open, right there in the car.
1: Well, she's got a lot to have a lot of outer folds. I'm lucky that the last couple of women I've been with have been remarkably good vaginas, just like us, like saloon doors. Nothing coming outwards. Nothing nice. like a yeah. No, nice. I, it's, everything's yeah. tucked inside. Right, Everything's tucked inside. Well, so that's because no... they
2: don't shave on the road. If they would shave on the road, maybe they'd be less tucked inside.
1: Nobody should start shaving. With... That's terrible. And
2: by, and by the way, a 73-year-old shouldn't shave her bush just so it's long enough so if she ever nods off, you can just tug on that. You know what I mean? Wake up, Nana. You give a little tug.
1: First of all, the 73-year-old should not be behind the wheel in the first place. Oh, alone... is that your theory? Yeah. That's 73 my f- is that's an my age? Fact. Yeah. Really? Get off the fucking road. Right. Get out of You've my way. You've driven enough. You've had a life. Fuck if you, you, haven't driven if you haven't driven ed- everywhere you're supposed to be by 73, right. then you're not allowed to drive anymore yeah. anyways. Oh, hope
2: I die before I get old. Remember when they said that?
1: <laughs> you will drive. You yeah. will die before will. you get old. All right. But, oh, my God. Driving? Okay, anyway, go on. we got to wrap it up, Dave. We can, we
2: can go into, Sandra can come in and say, my grandmother drives bush? and does a great job while she shaves her vagina on the road. Nana Bush. That's what we'll talk. We'll come back. Our first guest is uh, radio personality and pop culture expert Sandra Z is going to be joining us and watching Dave getting all hot and bothered about Nana Bush. Ugh,
1: a ballless pussy cunt. Yeah.
0: Now with twenty percent more brand to keep you regular from the bump. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and I'm on Kathleen McGee's show, Anything Goes. Oh, yeah, Dave Martin and Darren Froster are on it, too. But I really believe that it's Kathleen McGee's show, because she can squirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and it's on XM Radio, but I guess you knew that because you're listening to it. Show me on the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost,
1: Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
2: Okay, we're back from the break and joining us in the studio is Sandra Z, personality on XM Radio. You may have heard her show on here many times uh during the week and also a pop culture expert. Hey. And uh, she'd listened to our top half so she all knows what's yeah. gone on so far the okay. Nana Bush and all the other stuff.
1: And- as much as I'm not going to point you out on point out the ridiculous of Darren's Nana Bush yes. Uh, scenario. Yes. Uh, would you ever how much do you expect from an ex-boyfriend? Like if you actually if you ended <laughs> on good right terms, fucking right if, in. In. if you if you ended on good terms, yeah. Uh, would you expect him to drive you somewhere, like if you, or would you leave out the fact that you, um, you're driving me to, to my, new meet my new boyfriend?
3: Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask an ex-boyfriend to do shit for me like that unless there's something you know he's giving me back something. I mean, she, if he's standing there and she's shaving her bush, I mean, he oh, no, he does. must he must be he knew she must be on. doing something for him too. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be some kind uh, he, of reciprocal. He he, he must on. know what's going on. Maybe he, he's like her pimp. Uh, and I, he's getting some maybe. kind of I doubt that. I think it, that, that
1: would have been a part of the story.
3: And does she have a two-way mirror? Like, I was just, like, thinking about... I, that's what I was... Yeah. How does she actually... Because when I looked at... When I shave, right. you know, I, I, I physically, like, I have to actually bend right. over. Yeah. Right. Because I have back problems. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
2: how that works. Can you just lay <laughs> down it's and throw really, your legs it's up? It's hard. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You, but you and just get a
2: Brazilian. It saves It saves time.
1: Can dudes get Brazilian? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. My, my, but It hurts. I, and well, I also heard
2: it's not a good idea.
1: Why is it not a good for idea for a dude?
2: Because yeah. uh, the sweat problems and through your ass and other s- situations. Is that why there's yeah. hair there to yeah. mop up the sweat? Yes, yeah, yeah, for dudes especially. Yes, because
1: every time I go to the gym, at, at the end of it, I just I want to wring out my taint, <laughs> and, just, and then right. get one of the guys from Jackass to take a shot of it, like <laughs> Steve, <laughs> Steve <laughs> or something like that. But it is seriously, I just don't. I I want to do something about my undercarriage, but yeah. it's like I don't it's just just, shave it. It's, yeah, but then there's that that, 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 that skin strip in the middle yeah. that connects Landing. the butthole and the, and well, the ball sack. Well, here's what you out, do. Get, get your ex-girlfriend you to oh,
2: yeah, drive you somewhere and then just try shaving it. it she so can want... take the wheel. Yeah,
1: <laughs> okay, You've done all
3: this shit for your ex-girlfriends
2: it. all these years. Yeah, right? why, if,
3: if That's she, another question.
2: Why? Yeah. Why are you doing shit for your
3: ex-girlfriends? That's uh, what I want to do.
1: We only have an hour. We can't get into
2: Dave <laughs> Dave has got the situation where he's just he's got he's always nice to his ex girlfriends. Yeah. just so he's always got a chance well, down no, the road. Oh, down no. the road. that's,
3: that's not completely true. There are true. Down tons the road. Of fish in the
0: <laughs> sea, sweetheart. That's down not, the road. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, if you're just going to keep repeating down the road and I'm going to try to tell you that you're wrong, (laughs) then we'll drop the whole subject. But that is not completely true. Okay. It's not, there's no, but I mean, what, I I haven't, what, uh.
3: You're a handsome guy. You could, you could get. Yeah, I know. You could get a really. I know that. Chicks love Dave. I know that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's got nice eyes. And then he, and then he, and then he fucks it up. I'm very witty. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, you are witty. And then, and then he feels bad for that. So then he drives some places so they never tell people how fucked up he is. That's how it
1: works. That's not, that's not true. They that can, is very true. They can they can talk about how fucked up I am as much as they want. <laughs> right, uh, but as I, long I, as it doesn't
2: affect your next, you know,
1: prospect. Oh, well, yeah, no, exactly. But, but I, no, my well, Christine Von Hagen, who I went out with for five years, we yes. didn't end on bad terms. No, uh, I, I was love the naming. Sh- that's shaken, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm Yeah, you're totally yeah. name dropping. No, Christine. but, but she is an example of someone that I didn't end on bad terms with. Yeah. So and uh, you know, we're, so you're driving we're, her around. We work in the same business. No, I'm not driving. I'm not a fucking chauffeur. I'm just saying. Can we change the subject, because Darren's just enjoying (laughs) fucking riling me up. Anyways, Dave. Um... Anyway, I... I just think it's ridiculous if you do have to shave your pussy, then just take the passenger seat and shave it and then. Don't even
2: do it, do it in the morning
3: before yeah. you get in the fucking Shower, car. Sometimes hello. you forget to do yeah. things. Oh, okay. Sometimes you're like, holy
1: shit, yeah. what shit. Would I I f-? forgot
3: to eat and yeah. shave my pussy.
2: Yeah. So
1: <laughs> do both of those at I the do same forget. time. I when do for- my new
2: boyfriend cuts his fingers on the roughness of my <laughs> cunt, it's over. It's over. He's not going to accept me. He's not yeah. going to accept me. Yeah.
1: Are you completely shaved, Sandra? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. And
2: always? Like always. you've always been that way? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, right. not always. Always. I you know, <laughs> was a little
2: baby.
3: As no. soon as
1: puberty hit, you were yeah. like, I got to get rid of this. Yeah, I think there's going to be a whole generation of yeah. girls that, that are like, oh, my God, what's this disgusting growth between me?
3: Well, young girls are doing it more so now. Really? Right, They're doing the Brazilian thing because it's like the cool thing and everyone's doing it and
1: I was all with that a, hot stuff. Uh, I was with a, a girl a while ago, quite some time ago, and then she <laughs> had a little tough going on. I was like, oh, my God, well, I haven't seen this in in years. It was a. Uh, it was exciting.
3: You were in shock. Well, I, I don't really, know. I, I, I was in
1: shock. Like I had to lie down and like yeah. put my get a whole cold compress on my <laughs> forehead. But I mean, I was. It was. It, yeah. I, I didn't see it coming. Yeah.
3: Neither see, because that's you're surprised. Um, <laughs> she didn't see it coming. Yeah.
1: But, um,
2: who's the workout guy, the gay workout guy who's always like all of them Richard Simmons, yeah, Richard Simmons. Oh. Yeah. I like my vagina to look like Richard Simmons back of his head. that's what I like, just <laughs> long and nice and be- weedy, and you know that's yeah. what I like
1: you like <laughs> I like a weedy,
2: yeah, nice <laughs> and weedy, All
1: right. So your your lovely wife is... Uh, I didn't is, say that. Okay, Uh-oh. all right. Watch it. Uh, really? uh, that, that's going to be the riff in Darren's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you fucking Stop. shaved your pushy every... Your pushy? Yeah, your pushy. Your pussy. <laughs> pussy every once in a while. so pushy, it's a pushy. Uh, Work
2: for me, Darren. Drive what? me to my boyfriend's place. I got something to shave. <laughs> Anyways, it's National Masturbation Month. Yes. That's the other reason we have uh, Sandra in. Is that correct? Yeah, it this is correct. Month? Yep. I
3: got notification on Twitter, and so now i know and it's important to know
1: why did why did we need a whole month to devote right. to this isn't it like a year round thing
3: it is a year round thing but at least we this is a cause that we can we can you know it's the go to cause this
2: month so let's all and what are people going to do? Are we going to have like a slut walk in Toronto, a masturbation walk yeah, where everyone's got it hanging walk. out? Yeah. Well, I mean, is it going to be like that? Because yeah. it was such a big thing with the slut walk. What are they going to do for Masturbation Month?
3: I think they're just, you know, bringing it to the forefront so people can Talk embrace and do it in the public. Right. Uh, just like this woman. I don't know if you guys heard the story. You told me
1: before we started with Okay, cool. It, but...
3: So there's this woman in Brazil and she's an accountant. and uh, Oh, I took... read about this. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. She took her employer to court mm. because she, she has made major depression and anxiety. And the only way that she says she can deal with it is by masturbating up to 50 times a day. Oh, you supposed to say, yeah, like, 40, 50 times, yeah. I said, yep. Yeah. And so she took her employer to court. The employer said, you can't do it in, in, you, know, at, on, you know, at work. She took it to court. She won. So she now has the right to masturbate at now, work. Now, is it, and,
1: is it, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's last, okay. Finish? Yep.
3: Yeah oh no no that's it and she's like on meds now and she's brought it down to like eight times a day and I'm you know I don't think it's such a big deal I mean I would love to have that opportunity to be able to do that See, I don't I know, think it's such it, a big it, deal
1: it, it would be nice yep. if if, uh, if masturbators could get the same rights as yeah. cigarette smokers yeah totally because I mean it, it, everyone go just go outside says, in the winter yeah, yeah. well not go outside so well, that's the thing we don't need to go outside in the winter we can just we can just have like a private booth or yeah. a, a, a washroom stall and yeah. then just go in there and do your thing Yeah. but it's just it seems funny that like smokers are one of the people that constantly need a sign around them to tell them not to do it. Right. But people who masturbate or have other vices don't need, like uh, like I masturbate, I don't need to, I don't constantly look around going, well, there's not a sign around telling me not to do it. Yeah. So it's something people aren't cracking off all the time, but, you know.
3: But she's doing that at her desk. I, don't, no, I see. Not, I, I'm, yes, I'm she's totally against this.
1: I'm totally against it. Not at your desk. You should have a masturbation room somewhere. But no, at her I desk, that's,
3: then that's... I think that's kind of cool. Well, it's First I of all, it's, it's distracting.
1: What, is, what does she do for a She's an accountant. Yeah, <laughs> she's,
3: she's
2: like she works in it. an office environment. And she's with numbers all day. You and know, that's, that's something personal, but, and yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm against it. I mean, I'll I'll make jokes about it, how great it is, hilarious. But in reality, I wouldn't want to work in an office where everyone can just fucking start whacking off right in front of me. Well, Do you want to? I think it would be a little disruptive. You wouldn't be able to
1: get right. your work
3: done hearing the moaning. That's what I mean. But it could be kind of good at the same time. You would be productive, maybe. No, but for, anyway, I don't you might think work so. harder when you hear that kind I, of stuff.
1: If, if I was the boss no? of that place, and then and see, because you only need to have one number wrong to fuck everything right. up. It's right. like a phone a phone number. Right. One wrong one wrong number, and you're screwed. You're not getting yeah. through to that person, right? Yeah. So if she's number crunching and she, you know, she's you know, diddling herself at the yeah. same time, there's going to be some fucked up accounting later on.
2: And <laughs> who's going to pay for? Everything be covered in plastic and fucking Purell. That's, that's what right. I want. That's the, that's true. Because of that's germs, true. right? You're gonna yeah. be whacking off and then not washing your hands properly, and then you know, passing off papers to people. And well, then it's, it's like fucking if,
1: creepy. Yeah. You know, if <laughs> she wanna come, if she can finger bang herself, then <laughs> yeah. why? Then like, why can't the guy that smokes cigarettes? I, I guess there's, there's no work there's no proven effects of second, second hand hand masturbation. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Like for every for every time you masturbate, yeah. I I don't know what I, there's no. <laughs> You're like proven. I can't find the correlation. Exactly. Yeah. So that's good though. But yeah. you know what? Darren always the cops of this uh, about uh, being 21. No, you know, no, no. You first time
2: I ever masturbated. First time I ever no came. Way. First time I ever came was dry humping a girlfriend at age 18, and Thank I came know. under her, sto- her stomach and I thought I might have got her pregnant. That's <laughs> so fucked up. It is <laughs> a small town. Only boy, if it gets in the belly button. A small town <laughs> boy. That's what I thought too. And then the first time I masturbated was about a week later. So I was 18 or 19. Really? What? Well, 18. Wow. 18.
1: How, yeah. I think how, I was eight. Eight years old. Yeah.
2: Maybe even but younger. I was, was on the bed, like on the edge of the bed and I was running out. Oh, I up. fucked the mattress a lot. Pillows, at age 18. edge of the bed. Before you it's were fun. 18, you fucked the mattress a No, no. no. A at age 18 from then on, I fucked what the mattress. What before 18? Nothing. I just it was like, you know,
1: I had a lot of wet dreams. That's it. Didn't, didn't you ever scratch your balls and go, well, this feels no. better than scratching my forehead? No, <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. To...
2: <laughs> I had a problem with scratching my forehead, Dave, over and over again. It felt great.
1: Um, but I, I just think that's ridiculous. I don't yeah. know how some guy doesn't learn to explore his body in the shower. Yeah. You, not, wash all, your you don't know my
2: parents. You don't know my parents. Uh-oh. Okay, so, Oops. you know, yeah. that's kind of weird.
1: Didn't they not tell you to wash your balls? They didn't
2: say shit to me about anything. Come on. Like, there was no sex talk. There was no, hey, you might want to do this. It feels good. Or that's why this gets hard and why you don't wear track pants to math class. None of that shit. I just fucking just lost. Really? That's,
1: yeah. Oh, well, that's cruel. And that's why
2: I became such a deviant in my 20s because I had nothing, right. no masturbation, you know, meeting weird chicks and getting bit on the internet and fucking peeing on girls. That's why it happened in
3: my 20s.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I never peed on a chick, but that just takes too been much prep. I've on. You, really? Yeah, but in the shower. Oh. I have. With yourself? Or was there another dude there? No, there was a dude there. Oh, but really? I've also Was I've the also shower peed on too. at the same time? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that makes... That, that's it's a, like mutual... That's no, that's no big deal. Mutual yeah. peeing. Yeah. yeah. It's you, actually
3: warm and relaxing.
1: But what's the shower for then? That's mm. like a thousand guys pissing on you at once. <laughs> Out of one... <laughs> that's what my parents told me. That's amazing. Get in the shower and go get peed on by a thousand <laughs> yeah. dudes.
2: In Brantford, it's like there's a thousand Hamilton dudes pissing on us because they're down <laughs> upstream. Hamilton. They don't I take vitamins
1: it. either because their piss is clear. <laughs> yeah. But they've been drinking not all enough. Um... <laughs> That's, I, I think the first time that I ever came, well, actually there was a, this is going to be even weirder. There was a guy that I went to, uh, I think we were in grade nine or something like that. But he gave me a, a phone call once and I was like, I was like, hey man, what's going on? And he's like, oh man, I feel like a, I feel like a father. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Man, okay. Well, I was, I was, I was jerking it last night, and then something happened, right? I didn't know what was going on, and I guess he came for the first time, and I don't know why. I, th- I was, I kind of wanted to say to him, listen, I think that's a lot more into to being a father than just jerking off yeah. in your hand. Um, I hope so. But I, <laughs> I hope so. I've got three kids. That's all it takes. But, but I was sort of like, I, I don't, I don't get. I, don't, I didn't really know what he was talking about, so I had like a stack of porn mags that I. Uh, Stole uh, from a convenience store, and uh, and then so I really concentrated on like, oh man, I'm gonna feel like a dad tonight too. <laughs> and then a, I wanted also a yeah. very small drip came out. It was quite disappointing. <laughs> well, but this is also looking at porn magazines from the 80s, where guys weren't even allowed to have erections in, in porn mags, right? That right. like, and get, the
3: women's bushes were big. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, And there was well, dots over things. Saw, they,
1: they were trimmed, but uh, they had uh, black black and blue yeah. dots over them. Gross. But um, yeah, and then the uh, yeah, that was, I just don't get it, Darren.
2: All right, well, one other thing I want to talk about, we can get off these uh, masturbation, but I might lead into it. But
1: there's, 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 there's not going to be a marcher in it with other people masturbating. Not like, that I know of. That we're all we can like, always
2: start
3: one,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: wouldn't, it wouldn't last long. <laughs> no, It'd be from here, here three to the feet outside.
3: Just lie yeah. down. Can you masturbate
1: and march at the same time? No. Probably. Oh, no, not for long. No.
2: not for Women can. Eat, masturbate, yeah. shave oh. your pussy all at the same time. Yeah,
1: no, with
3: your
2: ex-boyfriend just whacking off beside you, making sure you're not going to fall into a ditch. Now, what did this eight-year-old kid who got Botox? Let's talk about that. What happened there, Dave? You had found He's, this story.
1: That's actually that's all I know. She was an well, esthetician, but she uh, she got her um, eight-year-old daughter uh, Botox. Well, she's
3: a the girl is a she's in the pageant tree. The pageant thing, right? And the mom is like one of those typical like and Chiara's yeah, thing, totally.
1: right? Or future horrors. That's yeah, what I would like it's to talk totally about future guys. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. That's like a time machine into horror future. Yeah,
3: totally. Get all dolled that up, so makeup, disgusting. hair. It really is gross. And she, um, she was telling her mom that the other girls uh, don't have wrinkles and lines anymore, and she has these wrinkles and lines, and she wants them to disappear. And so her mom said, "No problem." And she started to how about eat some cake and get a yeah, fatter fuck. face? Yeah, I know. So she gave her daughter Botox, and her justification is that well, all the other pageant moms are giving their their daughters Botox, so it's okay. And I I actually think it's completely fucked up. I was saying like what like you know the pageant moms give their kids like heroin in their cereal. They're gonna go and like well of course you know, at that,
1: that age they, at that age they don't have to uh, shave their pussies though no so.
2: well <laughs> these pageant kids I don't know but the thing is yeah. There was, big, there was this big big debate when when it came out that Britney Spears might have gotten a, a, a breast job at age like 15 or 16. Yeah. And there was talk about when girls are not fully developed, you can't really put foreign objects into them because right. you don't know what you're doing, you're playing with a a kind of a loaded deck kind of thing so isn't this the same thing with botox putting in the eight-year-old if she isn't fully developed what the fuck's gonna happen yeah it gets into this whole
3: um thing where she starts to get it and then she like it's like she's compulsively getting it constantly and she always thinks that that will make her beautiful so it's it's a big problem what's next after that that's the thing yeah i I know after botox what's next
2: i don't like my knees let's fucking get rid of them you know it's I'll be in a wheelchair.
3: And to be completely honest, I saw the mom. The mom needs Botox. (laughs) That was the first thing I said. Well, Again, giving it to your daughter, girl. They all go through their daughters. I've watched that show. It's disgusting. She's like, yeah. She needs help, you know? But don't.
1: But like, doesn't Botox get into your system at some point, and then just dissolves or something? How does Botox work?
3: You know, I, I'm not sure it's exactly. It's rat poison, isn't it? Yeah, there's like some the scientific elements of it. I'm not sure exactly. But once it once it kind of like gets into your your bloodstream, it kind of it supposedly right breaches out, so it makes it more flat lined and um, your skin, and it eliminates you know the blue lines and shit like that. But young girls and young boys who are getting it, and more boys, by the way, are getting it now too. They don't need that shit. They're they don't need oh. it. They don't have that stuff.
1: It's weird. You know, who, it is weird. What kind of, really would weird. encourage a, a, a young boy to get yeah. Botox? Oh, yeah? Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's a long list. I know where I, yeah. where I could go with that, but yeah. it's a yeah. long list of things I'm not supposed to talk or about Or penile anymore. implants. Yeah. There's
3: tons of stuff that's happening now. Oh, yeah, major. What? Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, uh, now, the penile implant success rate is what? Do you know? I, I don't, don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I've heard about it, but I've never seen one to be like, yeah. oh, shit, that might be worth it. You know, I've never seen it before and afterwards. Yeah. Like, and if it doesn't hurt, and you still can come and feel good. Yeah, um, let's think about it. But yeah, I've never What's seen that. What's the point though? That's the thing that I, you know,
3: Although, I get if, it.
1: If if you can successfully satisfy a woman with the junk that you got, yeah. at what point do you be like, well, like mm-hmm. do I, like should someone get like at what age is a cock? Look, even if not your, your even cock
2: worth? is not big enough. Right, use plastic, use something else. Do you really want to fucking cut yourself open to yeah. maybe well, lose her?
1: It's not a home kid. You're not. You're home, you'd get a professional <laughs> from shoppers. Yeah. 2495. You're, still, you're
3: still cutting it open. Yeah. I
2: don't care who fucking is doing it's it. It's true. It's true. It's still getting cut open. Yeah, yeah. You lose sensation. I, I'm right. Yeah.
1: It's not like you're getting the guy at Jiffy Lube. It, I mean, it's a trained <laughs> <So> professional. <why? laughs>
2: there's not that many people doing this thing.
1: Well, come and, on. Any, but, yeah. I I just think at a certain age you'd be like, ah, well, I, I can fuck enough, and there's Viagra, there's hard right. on pills out there right. that I can do what I can do with the junk that I got. I'm yeah. not going to get a cock implant anymore. Well, I mean if well, I'm just saying if you were in your 20s That's what I'm saying, then, it's the 20-year-olds. Uh, but That's what I'm I, saying. does it does every guy think that they have to match up to a porn star now?
3: I I I think so cuz they're make you know, girls feel like they have to match up to Right? right, the idealized thing, like we talked about before, like celebrities and and porn stars too, where they have to have the shape and all that stuff. So they're getting it done. So the guys are seeing it, like, oh shit, okay, maybe I I can be more buff. I can have you know chest implants, penile implants. My ass can be lifted up. Um, leg,
2: my quad muscles can be you know. No matter extended. how many surgeries you have, you're not getting bigger than my fist. That's how I look at it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like I mean, if it's that if it's that important to her, then just use your fist. Yeah.
1: It's not that well, would hurt
2: too though.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: What do you do once your fist goes in there? Are you supposed to do like card tricks, or <laughs> do that thing with the coin where it goes back and forth across yeah. your knuckles?
2: Yeah, that's right. That's do, what a, you're supposed do,
1: to do a do a Spock thing? Yeah, of, uh, I mean, Spock, oh, I love it. An no. Internal
2: it. shocker. That's
3: right.
1: Well, I just don't. I just don't get the the fisting thing once it goes in there. Just well, move it around or something, or
3: I don't know. Don't look uh, at me. I haven't done that yet. Okay. Yet.
2: Big news in Hollywood, yes. of course, back is to the Two and a Half Men. Yeah. The replacement of Charlie Sheen with Ashton Kutcher. And what's your thoughts on that?
3: You know, I, I actually don't think he's that funny. I, I hate to say well, this. Well, many this before.
2: people think that.
3: Yeah. Well, I, have that I don't actually... Like, punk it was, like, okay...
1: I can t- I can um, tell you from someone that went to go and see Charlie Sheen live. Charlie Sheen isn't that funny. No, he's either. not Yeah, no. it's
3: true. It's, so it's, it's, it's true. the Russell shit, Peters actually saved him.
1: It's the right. it's the yeah. shit that people write for him that yeah. makes him funny. Yeah, but um,
3: I, here's the thing, right? Yeah. This is my 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 theory on it. I, I don't think Ashton's really all that funny. Mm-hmm. I think the show is actually going to go in decline. But I think well, that yes. Ashton has a young like youth following.
2: Yeah, he's got six and a half million yeah. Twitter followers, yeah. which
3: so they keep bragging about. The, yeah, he's gonna right. bring that shit, and hopefully, shit goes down between him and Demi Moore, which is what I'm predicting. Some kind of something's gonna happen. Like he's been sleeping around with like their nanny or something, right? And that that's gonna increase like his popularity, and then the show's the bad popular. boy. Yeah, but I uh, this is what I said, and I said this like I'll 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 keep this right away. You know, the second this show fucks up, the second he fucks up, Charlie Sheen's gonna be like, see, it wasn't a winning,
2: you know, it wasn't a winning. Oh, formula. he's already saying that yeah. now. He made yeah. reference to the fact it's like enjoy your 2.0. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Meaning, you know, the rating is going to go down in the key demographic. Yeah. Uh, You know, Ashton, I don't really care either way. I don't watch the show. I'm tired of all the Charlie Sheen stuff. Yeah. But I think that the show has already jumped the shark, even when Charlie Sheen was on it, from what I've read. Yeah. So I don't think replacing him is going to do any good anyways. They should just put it to bed. We have our syndication money. That's right. Oh, and and they do they ever. Yeah. So I don't... I don't I don't get it. It just it seems to me like they're just trying to keep it going for obviously for finances, but also to kind of like say fuck you, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I think so too. Cuz they don't want any future guy doing this exact thing. Well, yeah. they,
1: I mean, the 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 creator of the show uh like Chuck, uh, Chuck Laurie, yep. he, he wants that thing it to go really well. He yeah, wants of to course, be able to yeah. say fuck you, Charlie. Yeah. Now I didn't watch the show before. I didn't watch the show. Uh I'm probably not going to watch the show uh, after, but I just think I might tune in once to watch one Ashton episode uh, but I probably I would have been more interested if it was Hugh Grant
3: yeah, totally. That's if it what Hugh I was Grant thinking. Or,
1: yeah. uh, or even oh not, not Rob Lowe, not John yeah. Stamos, but Hugh Grant. Why
3: Hugh Grant? That's exactly what
1: I thought, too. But he would have been more interesting because right. it would have been... a little bit different. Like, could yeah. he, like, w- and are they going to just make him the Charlie yeah. Sheen character with a British no, accent? No, Or is he going to be a new guy? He's going to be a new guy.
2: There was no, yeah. 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 Okay, well, we got to unfortunately wrap it up. Oh, uh, Sandra so Z, you can be heard every single week on XM Radio. Uh, what's, what time is your show on? Well, it airs, uh, you
3: know, randomly during during the day across right. all the time zones. Okay. And it's uh, how many times a week now? Uh, I'm not sure the exact number,
2: okay. but enough that you could hear it. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you. And if anybody wants to get a hold of you or read your blog or find out what's going on, where do they go? SandraZ.com. That's Sandra Z E E.com. There we go. Thank yeah. you, Sandra, for coming in. Yeah, thank Thanks, you. guys. It was fun. Next time we'll come in when it's uh, masturbation month again. Yay. Yeah.
1: It every month is masturbation month yeah. and jerk your And you we'll
2: demonstrations.
3: We got we got <laughs> we'll talk about
1: you being newly married too next yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. Come oh in. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how nope. that's falling apart. <laughs>
3: yeah. Almost 2 months help. Okay, bye guys. Okay. Thanks.
1: Don't touch that dial. It was molested
0: and it brings back horrible memories. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost,
1: Dave Martin and Kathleen McGee. Hi, I'm Todd Barry, famous American comedian. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio, Canada.
0: Even when you're a star, a punch in the head is still a punch in the head. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost,
1: Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee.
0: All
2: right, we're back from the break and joining us in the studio our second guest for this week's episode, comedian Nick Flanagan's here. Nick, how you doing?
0: Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm so good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think uh, Nick is a little scared and shocked. He listened to the first two segments and there was a lot of cock talk, so well, we're going to try to stay away from ass and cock. And... I just
0: learned so much about you guys. I know. It wasn't expe- it's like a crash course in your your every aspect of, of like you you like Fisting people is your dick implant? Like yes. You, well, saved yeah. You I mean, some uh, money and... yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: I would do that. For if, sure. if 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 I if it was technologically possible for me to get a a cock implant at like uh, twenty two, I might have I might have jumped on that. I if it was like a I scratch and really why, why why not no why not what it's just because the dangers of it yeah All right the yeah, word but if,
0: implant
1: plus the word
0: cock yeah they just they just shouldn't go together I mean I it just, it, unless it's you know, some sort of a tracking chip so that it gets cut off. You can maybe <laughs> find it. If a dog gets, bites it off and runs off with it. It,
1: it happens. It, We've all been there. It, We're an animal. Probably, <laughs> so.
2: Yeah. That bobbit case, that fucking would have been a lot lot quicker. Oh, I've we tra- found it. We found it. I've tried, to cuddle. <laughs> exactly.
1: I've tried to cuddle with a raccoon before, and I was got very, my nude, my nude raccoon cuddling is going to get cut down now.
0: I'm so scared of raccoons. The only ones I'm not afraid of are the baby ones.
1: Why know? not? They can be just as they're not as polite. They're this. They don't know oh, to be afraid of people. So fluffy. Those
0: are the only ones I would uh, nude cavort with. Do whatever you described. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's my Is same that policy legal? with vaginas too. If they're fluffy, then they're okay to convert with. <laughs> Aw. The um. But like I, Richard
2: I, Simmons heads. i just a, I'm fall
1: asleep in there. I might have got a. I might have got a cock implant. If it was. It was. It was a proven safe thing. I've been on the internet and I go to the gym. I feel like I've been ripped off in the crotch, but I do feel like I got skills <laughs> enough to at at my age. I'm not going to go searching for cock implants now.
0: I think it's like, you know, let's <laughs> yeah. face it. The, the girls, they're faced, they got they gotta deal with the,
1: the- Which what you got.
0: They're faced with, you know, right. they're still going to, and you know, they're probably happy about the the oral component, you know, if it's a smaller thing. Yeah, you, you got well, yeah.
1: to make up in the oral department. Or the and, finger and the, banging. In the finger right. department. Yeah.
0: And let's face it here, you know, I mean, it actually isn't. The size, now that I think of it, that makes chicks choke. It's actually... I'm getting back to this again, but yeah. it's the hair. All the hair on our penises. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. what they hate. Have yeah. you ever had a, a woman literally cough up a hairball yeah. after one yeah. of these oh, yeah. blowage situations? Yeah, Jay's a cat
1: lover. He knows what's going on. Well, I, I, I do some groundskeeping, but, you know, I just, I'm afraid to shave the ball part area, but... Anyway, let's get let's get off the cock. Right, let's okay. get off the
2: cock. That's what we said in between segments, and now we're three minutes in. Right. Uh, you have a CD out, uh, Nick. Talk about that. What's going on with that?
0: Uh, put out an album mm-hmm. called I'm Here All Week, like W-E-A-K. Okay. And it came out at the beginning of the year, and I'm still trying to act like it's brand new. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, like, I do that too, yeah. I think comedy records sell about three a month. Right. So, you know, but when they're new, they sell... <laughs> right, so, right, uh, yeah. I put it on a vinyl. Actually, there's way more copies on vinyl than on CD.
2: And where can people get it on vinyl?
0: Like, is it only specialty uh, stores? You, you can order, order it, it at ClassicBarMusic.com. Okay. And you could also go if you're in Toronto right now. You could go to various fine record stores. Okay. And get it. Nope. And
2: we were talking about iTunes, and it's obviously mm-hmm. on iTunes because that's the future of music. Sure. Yeah. And that's where almost all comedians now are kind of finding.
0: I mean now pretty much like there's so many comedy records, aren't there? Like you right. just make one and go to iTunes and make some account and then you have a comedy record. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh I did that. <laughs> right. And uh and uh it's uh yeah, you just go look for it there. I think it has three reviews. It has uh various five star ratings, so please buy it, don't like it, rate it. <laughs> yeah. Then Wait, no, don't do that actually. Have you ever have you ever, I didn't like
1: it? Have you ever found a fellow comedian's uh C D at a used bin? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I I've, remember I found G my uh, uh yeah, he actually hasn't been on the show, but he's a friend of uh, both mine and Darren's Gord Diddley's mm-hmm. Gord Gord Diddley's C D. Gord
0: Diddley.
2: I almost call him Gord Diddley, album. yeah.
1: Um yeah, I was gonna mention Gord's <laughs>
2: I found mine in a record store, one of my my first D V D at Sonic Boom.
0: Yeah, and they had it for yeah.
2: youth for like ten bucks. Right. Well
0: that place Sonic Boom, first of all, is like it's it's the size of like three football. I know, girls, it's crazy. And they buy literally anything. So mm-hmm. it's like you can go in there and you'll find you know, an album you haven't even recorded yet. <laughs> That's how right. thorough they are. Right. Well, yeah. I, I I was selling C-
1: I was selling CDs there once because I, I needed money for something I won't right. mention and uh but and then the guy wanted to sell like a he won the best of the Doors for fifty cents. Can I make a guess what that thing you uh, weren't going to mention was? Sure.
0: Uh, was it gas? so that you could drive an ex girlfriend's. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it might have been gas to uh, drive an
1: ex-girlfriend yeah, that's somewhere? That's right.
2: That's how it works, yeah.
1: Or or, or or to buy drugs to get off of my ex-girlfriend The Best of issues. the Doors
2: is a huge used CD. So many people try to get rid of that, though. Yeah. That's the problem. Wow. When I was in L.A. in 99, Scott Ian from Anthrax walked into the, one of the biggest used record stores with a stack of, like, of, of 40. The,
1: of the Best of the Doors? But
2: no, Best of Anthrax, I think, <laughs> was what it was. Oh and God. just, like, fucking selling them like crazy.
1: The uh, one okay, I uh, went to go see you uh, open for Michael Showalter recently. Right, yeah. And uh, first of all, how do you line yourself up with a show like that? Because he, because I heard him on another podcast. Uh, uh-huh. Todd, a friend of the show, Todd Van Allen, had him right. on his podcast, and Michael said that he didn't have openers in his other cities, but in Toronto he had you opening up for him. And so, how does how do you make that connection? Because I know a lot of comics would like to open that's a great way to network and to well, get open I, I, yourself to a new audience.
0: I mean, I think it was uh he had a few openers I guess and I, I think he had some good experiences with openers which I kind of get if you're doing like a uh like a non comedy club tour where you're going out there and you're the and you're the uh the main attraction. It's like you don't necessarily want to have an opener who who um maybe wrecks the... It's it's weird. Those ones are so cult of personality-based that the crowds will be so hostile sometimes to the comedian whoever's opening, whatever's sure. opening. I, I opened for John Lajoie, who is really an awesome guy, but it was like a thousand people who wanted to hear, like, comedy songs, songs from the yes. internet. Yes, And, you know, when I Forget came out it. there with to, to jokes, it was just, like, difficult. And, uh... I don't know. I thought I'd seen him at the Horseshoe a little bit before, uh... I don't, I I just put it out there to the promoter and I guess he signed off on it. And he actually was really concerned when I I first met him that day about, like, he didn't want me to do, like, a super long set. I guess he'd had an opener somewhere who had done, like, a really long set, you know. So, but I wouldn't have done a really long set. It's, like, it's crazy. Just do whatever. Yeah. Do, like, as little as possible. Yeah, exactly. In the opening spot, you know.
1: Well, I mean, like, two things. It's sort of like, I mean, like, uh, I've when Russell Peters did um, a, a show in Ottawa this is this is like 10 years ago yeah. but I opened up from in Ottawa and yeah. the whole crowd was there to see him yeah. and it is that sort of look in their eye that you they're not they're not there for you Right. and i mean like uh, and Kathleen opened up for Russell like a couple yeah. weeks ago in yeah. the Casino Rama but i mean i i watched you that night i thought you mm-hmm. handled it really well <laughs> thanks and the one thing about it is that you can't get mad at the crowd for not For not digging you. Well, I
0: feel like those opening spots are the ones that really are the ones you know, it's like you feel like you have to pander. Those are the ones where it's like, you know. I It's not
2: not your crowd per se. Yeah. I mean, his crowd may be a little more towards your crowd, but in general, it's not your crowd.
0: Exactly. You can't assume too much. I mean, in a best case scenario, you're coming out there and you're doing exactly your thing and it lines up perfectly and you don't even need to say his name. And they're like, oh, that was perfect. But that's not Mm going to happen, Mm -hmm. you know, unless he comes out at the beginning, you know, and goes, well, this guy's a friend of mine. That's my Michael Schultz impression. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, I don't know if exact. you like it. It was exact. Oh, my God. Where'd Nick go? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Lon, Lon Chaney of voice over here. The oh sorry go ahead. No, oh, I, I was gonna say that there's um, but what was what was your point there? I was gonna
2: move into the music aspect. So if you have something to wrap this up,
1: I just want to say there was one joke that you had that I personally mm-hmm. related to that uh-huh. you well, you said that you recently turned thirty. Right. And so now many of the girls that you see, you're not old enough to date <laughs> to date, them, to date yeah. them, and you're not old enough to molest them. Yeah,
0: in like a memorable way. Right. Exactly. Right, right. I love
1: that because I feel like that all the time. I'm just like, oh man, am I too yeah. am I too old to even approach you and just say, hey. What do you listen to these days? I don't know. I feel like an old man at 30. It's so sad. Well, it's, you know? maybe that's just the chicks that you're staring at.
0: <laughs> I'm staring at all chicks. <laughs> I have a staring problem yeah. with
1: women, you know. <laughs>
0: I like to intimidate them. That's one of my. Uh... Like, weaknesses as a man. Is or, I, I love intimidating women.
1: I like how you look at it as a weakness, but I might look at it as a special skill. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Especially if you want to get, like, you know, go Dutch on gas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We don't need to bring up my <laughs> ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so one, one of the
2: interesting things is before before I met you, I'd read some stuff on you years ago yeah. and how you'd done the Brutal Nights in music mm-hmm. and comedy. Yeah. Now, what started first? Did you do comedy first or music first?
0: Music was definitely fun. First, uh, when I was probably 14 or 13, I was, like, singing in a band. Right. I was going out to rock shows when I was that age. I was going to Sneaky D's in Toronto, and and the manager there was uh, actually letting my friend and I in to watch these awesome shows and just asking us not to drink. Right, right. we didn't do that. And then when I was 18, I started a band. I started really—I think even younger than that, I got into writing stupid lyrics, like, funny lyrics. Mm So— I basically did comedy. Just because I
2: always found that, like, for example, Terry Clement started the same way, was in bands, then came to comedy. And whenever that is the case, generally not very traditional comedy comes out of that.
0: That's interesting. I, yeah, Just
2: because I think you approach comedy with a different set of skills, and also you've been through a lot of shit through music. Uh-huh. In comedy, you don't get that bitter about certain things because <laughs> you have the music side that you've already been through. You know what I
0: mean? I think they both left me uh, have left me like a little bitter in in different ways. Right. And in the end, you know, with the band thing, it's it's like we weren't on a we're like a punk band, so we're sure. touring. Uh, sleeping in the States and sleeping on floors and stuff. In Europe, it was more uh, streamlined and and good. But even then, it was kind of like, you know, you're going to uh, Spain and they're like, please sign our petition to free the Basque prisoners. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's like what they create you. It's just weird, really weird different environments than, yeah, you'd normally be used to. And because of that, I guess... Even though I haven't, like, toured necessarily traditionally as a stand-up, mm-hmm. I feel a little road-seasoned somehow. But I would also say that it really depends what your, uh, like, instrument you play. Really, You know, it's, Terry, I think, was like a frontman-style yeah. musician. yes. You know, and I'm the, kind of the same thing. And, and I think there we sort of uh, go our own way and make a point to be some something different, whatever that means in comedy. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much had that nailed out of my head at some point realized everyone But I mean if you
2: look at someone like Henry Rollins or even Neil sure. Hamburger or any yeah. of them all yeah. of them are not I mean I guess Henry Rollins is traditionally more a straight stand-up storyteller than than the Which others Which is kind
0: of ironic right because he's he's always he's actually never presented himself as a stand-up and I right. think that's his secret you yes. know in terms of success as a, a guy as a performer is just yeah or, or why people are so quick to laugh at what he's saying mm-hmm. because it's like oh, I thought this was a guy who was going to yell at me or, like, lecture me for three hours. Yeah. And now he's talking about masturbating into the sink or
1: whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, uh... What were you going to say? No, I just, I, I like the idea of someone getting, I thought this guy was going to yell at me. I don't know, I'm disappointed. <laughs> this is the soft-spoken Harry Rollins that I used to yell, fuck you at, Henry, yeah. when I would go see the Rollins band. I mean,
0: he, I I thought he was totally, It was. I feel like there was a sea change with him like four or five years ago where if you listen to some of his older stuff, it really is kind of a little bit like that. I see these parents... on the street and i just want to push over their baby carriage and then like five years later it's just like i'm masturbating all the time how about you guys (laughs) (laughs) uh but i think drummers you know a lot of them are are comedians and they a lot of them have specific cadences i think todd berry's a drummer Mm -hmm. uh there's quite a few and and um daryl orr is a local comedian in town who's uh um, a jazz musician, you know, so I, I, I do think a musical mind is 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 not a rarity, even in, in comedians and, and really performers in general. That whole idea of being a bit um, able to sing and dance and, right. and joke, you know. Well, I mean, I mean you know, like,
1: like music, just like comedy, is it's all about uh, the timing, and that's where the crossovers between jazz and comedy come right. from. But Comedy's what is the- like jazz? Well, it but, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, I mean, that's also, too, is is a lot of the places that you would go and watch jazz would also have something, they would have a comic on as well between the transitions between, mm-hmm. you know, band, you know, guy, you know mm-hmm. guys playing in the band. But, like, it, what's, I mean, is there any parallel between, like, you know, I mean, because you come from more of oh, like a punk sort of thrash mm-hmm. background when it comes mm-hmm. to your music, but that doesn't really cross over much in your comedy because you don't really yell and scream your jokes.
0: <laughs> no, I was telling someone yesterday, I was like, ah, yeah, when I was in the band, I was like running around and yelling and jumping up and down and rolling around. And it's like it's literally like the opposite of not quite the opposite anymore of what I do. I try to be a bit more energetic than when I was first starting. But yeah, I I think it's just that I feel comfortable on stage. And I think I've tried to trick myself into thinking that I can like channel that running around energy into standing stillish right. it's it's weird it's but actually I, I i don't think the the punk scene or whatever is is all that interested in me doing stand up for some, for whatever reason maybe because i made four or five records that were like funny lyrics already so like they already get a sense of where i'm coming from yeah. or maybe it's just like comedy is still just a whole other lane for a lot of people, you know, like mm-hmm. there's a lot, they just aren't, you know, there are, there are so many people who, you, you know, in a lot of aspects have maybe uh, obscure tastes, yeah. you know, and, and, and there's going to just like one comedian, you know, most musicians I've met, especially in the early 2000s, were just like Bill Hicks, man. All about Hicks. Hicks is Ugh, the best, God. you know. And I,
1: I was, well, I mean, I'm yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. a big Bill Hicks fan sure, too. I yeah. think a lot of the shit that he would say about music is kind of a little bit irrelevant nowadays, mm-hmm. just because there's so much crossover sure. between genres. It's sort of like you know, uh, it's like when um, Public Enemy did the song with uh, Anthrax, right? Was it public?
2: Yeah, bring the noise. Bring yep. the noise.
1: Yep. It was just sort of like I mean, that. That was a clear mo- that was a, a clear moment where it was sort of like that. Maybe guys that would listen to Public Enemy might give Anthrax a oh, chance. Yeah, Run DMC, MC and- Smith,
2: walk the his- Way, yeah. yeah,
1: and but that was the sort of the crossover of genres, in my opinion, that uh, really opened up, like you know. So, what's the comedy version of that? I don't, I don't, know. Fuck, I don't I'm not sure, I don't about know. That. but I mean, do you find that like that you want to keep your comedy separate from your music? Because,
0: well, I mean, I don't want to, I feel like people like are, it's easier that way. Yeah. You know? I think so too, yeah. I just and
2: uh, people I'm, go for music and comedy for two different reasons, and they yeah. have a very hard time. Molding the two together and seeing them in that way. Like, for example, I bet there's a lot of people that go see Henry Rollins spoken mm-hmm. word, but probably would not go see Henry Rollins live musically.
0: I would agree with you for sure. You know, I mean,
1: I mean, but Darren put down his uh, accordion a long time ago because yeah. it just did not work into what he was so trying what? to do as a comedian. That's right. Well, I just thought, you and know. And I
2: stood one place during my music and now I jump around and scream. Right?
1: Right. Did so. you play the
0: accordion? No. No, oh, you know, I, just, I just made that up. <laughs> so what about Dave. the flesh accordion? No, I wish. <laughs> he still
1: plays that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, one thing, uh, there was a, a story that we started up. Uh, well, we wanted to get to in the first segment, right? But uh, about that, uh, there was a, a 90-year-old woman defends her right to sell uh, exit kits, which are uh, home suicide kits, mm-hmm. I guess. And also, uh, people have been talking about uh, uh, there was a in Switzerland. Uh, they are now allowing to go yes. for uh, assisted suicides, yep. so they're worrying about this whole sort of uh, suicide tourism. Uh, boom happening what's your uh, what's your thought on uh on, on suicide and uh and should we allow it should we uh... see i think cuz there used to be a very popular place in toronto uh the bloor viaduct where, right. where it almost became famous a well-known place yep. to go and jump off of which i'm sort of like well See a lot. A lot of times, suicide is just a cry for attention. That's what it is for most people. Sure. And if you want to, if you want to get more attention, then dr- jump off some place that no one else has jumped off of before. Oh, that's actually a good point. Is
0: like if you really want to be a cool suicider, you gotta just like find like the newest
1: spot. Uh, like
0: yeah, the always hip. Be, Yeah, yeah, the coolest. Cutting edge. Place. Yeah, yeah, just
1: like jump in front of like the Santa Claus parade, like Santa's uh, village we thing. We should start a by. blog. Like hit like places like to the go, best places yeah.
0: to to kill yourself. Yeah. Like uh, uh, what's the deep fryer? I've always thought that would be a good way. <laughs> you have to
1: get like a human sized deep fryer, though. And then that would that would raise certain I'm questions. I'm sure there are to some begin around with. Toronto. I think Popeyes. That was just yeah. a Popeyes. I'm pretty sure I saw a human sized yeah, deep fryer. I think so. But there yeah. were some uh, there were some photos on the internet of some chicks that worked at uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken that mm. got into the, uh, the the tub and had a bath with each other. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't the deep fryer. It was like some gigantic tub to clean pots and pans. <laughs> I don't know what exactly? Uh, but, but I don't but,
2: even think this is a picture. I just think it's an image in Dave's head when he was in K.C. No, it was a real picture. <laughs> like, man, I
1: want to see those two girls go, in the tub. Go, yeah. go on the truth-seeking <laughs> internet, and that'll tell you everything. But one of the things about the bluer viaduct is that, and most people, that most people when they would jump off of it, they wouldn't die. You just get a lot of people screaming uh, uh, on the highway, uh, on the road below, and they would get hit by oncoming cars. So most people didn't die. Most people that jump out in front of subway trains, they don't die either. They, they don't just, die they just, when they
0: get hit by the subway. Well, no, yes, they do.
1: Well, if they if they start from, like, the entrance point of the subway train. Yeah, but a lot yeah. of people, if they get Look, to the halfway point and then jump enough, in, yeah. then it's not fast enough. So they, because someone's screaming up and causing So if you're people- listening
0: at
2: home, make sure you jump at the entrance. Well, exactly. I'm a
1: firm yeah. believer
0: if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. I want to be stronger. I, to be stronger. I got to do the subway trick. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> but, but, me about. <laughs>
1: but Nietzsche didn't get both arms caught in a thrashing machine either, so he might take that back as well. Look, su-
2: suicide tourism is simple. You send them to a place where they want to kill themselves. And that's it. Switzerland, that is not going to make me want to kill myself. Send me to fucking North Bay on a Tuesday afternoon in the summer, I'll probably end up killing myself. Yeah, that should be the suicide tourism
0: capital.
1: Introducing bands at some uh, outdoor festival. Yeah, up north. San Marie,
0: maybe. Yes. Like you're on, you're on yeah. tour opening for Frank D'Angelo or yeah. something. log fest. Log Marie. You know, where else? Like uh, maybe uh, Sudbury. You're yes. not even doing a show in Sudbury. No. You're locked in a greasy spoon in Sudbury. Yeah.
2: And Thinking about that deep fryer.
1: No, but I just think that you know, that they should set up. Yeah, here's your all last right. meal. You get to go and see a Broadway show, and then we're gonna push you off the blurbide. Here
0: is your watch. Welcome to Switzerland.
1: Darren's <laughs> telling us that we have to we wrap. We got to wrap it up. We got to question. wrap it.
0: We are up. out of
2: time. Uh, but if people want to get a hold of you, Nick, how do they get a hold of you? What's the best you can way?
0: Add me on Facebook. You can yes? find me on the twitter.com/xflansx. Okay. F L A N S X. And yeah, look, I'm here all week. The album. On iTunes, yeah, competing with your albums for the attention. I have
2: not. I'm not putting anything on iTunes yet. I'm oh, still. I'm, I'm still an iTunes version. I'll be doing it very soon. Just but, our yeah. show.
0: Our show's on iTunes. And our show's on iTunes. Oh, that's cool. I'll be buying a copy.
2: Uh so it's free. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, we are out of time. Uh, please uh, listen to us every single week. We have new two uh, episodes on iTunes that are being put up this week, and we also have a Facebook group. So check us out, uh, DarrenFrost.com, DaveMartinWorld.com, and uh, that's it. Thank you. Until next
1: week, we'll be back. Will we? Yeah, we. Yeah, we will. All right. Well, possibly. Who knows? Tune in. Find out. I smile and wait.